Peter Muller stepped into the posh Versailles room of the century-old St. Regis Hotel in Midtown Manhattan and took in the glittering scene in a glance. It wasn't the trio of cut-glass chandeliers hung from a gilt-laden ceiling that caught his attention, nor the pair of antique floor-to-ceiling mirrors to his left, nor the guests' svelte Armani suits and gem-studded dresses. Something else in the air made him smile. The smell of money. And the sweet perfume of something he loved even more. Pure, unbridled, testosterone-fueled competition. It was intoxicating, and it was all around him, from the rich fizz of a fresh bottle of champagne popping open to the knowing nods and winks of his friends as he moved into a room that was a virtual murderer's row of top-flight bankers and hedge fund managers, the richest in the world, his people. It was March 8, 2006, and the Wall Street Poker Night Tournament was about to begin. More than a hundred well-heeled players milled about the room, elite traders and button-down dealmakers by day, gambling enthusiasts by night. The small private affair was a gathering of a select group of wealthy and brilliant individuals who had, through sheer brain power and a healthy dose of daring, become the new tycoons of Wall Street. This high-finance au monde, perhaps Muller most of all, was so secretive that few people outside the room had ever heard their names. And yet, behind the scenes, their decisions controlled the ebb and flow of billions of dollars coursing through the global financial system every day. Mixed in with the crowd were professional poker players such as T.J. Cloutier, winner of 60 major tournaments, and Clonnie Gowan, a blonde Texan bombshell with the face of a fashion model and the body of a Playboy pinup. More important to the gathering crowd, Gowan was one of the most successful female poker players in the country. Muller, tan, fit, and at 42 looking a decade younger than his age, a wiry Pat Boone in his prime, radiated the relaxed cool of a man accustomed to victory. He waved across the room to Jim Simons, billionaire math genius and founder of the most successful hedge fund on the planet, Renaissance Technologies. Simons, a balding, white-bearded wizard of quantitative investing, winked back as he continued chatting with the circle of admirers hovering around him. The previous year, Simons had pocketed $1.5 billion in hedge fund fees at the time the biggest one-year paycheck ever earned by a hedge fund manager. His elite team of traders, hidden away in a small enclave on Long Island, marshaled the most mind-bending advances in science and mathematics, from quantum physics to artificial intelligence to voice recognition technology, to wring billions in profits from the market. Simons was the rare investor who could make Muller feel jaw-clenchingly jealous. The two had known each other since the early 1990s, when Muller briefly considered joining Renaissance before starting his own quantitative hedge fund inside Morgan Stanley, the giant New York investment bank. Muller's elite trading group, which he called Process Driven Trading, was so secretive 
that even most employees at Morgan weren't aware of its existence. Yet over the previous decade, the group, composed of only about 50 people, had racked up a track record that could go toe-to-toe with the best investment outfits on Wall Street, cranking out $6 billion in gains for Morgan.